Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode six in season 10 of Be With Me. We're looking uh, through the book of 1 Corinthians and we're going to finish chapter one today. Yesterday we talked uh, about stumbling, the stumbling block of Jesus, and I asked that I hope you stumble. That is, you start with the stupidity of the cross and the gospel and notice something about it and be curious about it and maybe ask for help and hopefully lead to belief. Today, we're going to go back to the Old Testament because he mentioned something here at the end of 1 Corinthians, the last line in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 says, As it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. So that's the official scripture for today, and that refers to this passage from Jeremiah chapter 9, verses 23 and 24. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man boast in his wisdom, let not the mighty man boast in his might, let not the rich man boast in his riches, but let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord. Okay, so boasting. Boasting is to admire and to praise something. It's it's making something brilliant. It's singing hallelujah about. It's making that thing shine. It's to rave about something. Literally, it's to worship and to praise. And we're going to find out some praiseworthy things that God has. The first thing he asks us to do is to empty our our pockets, however. That is, let not the wise man... So let's empty our pockets of wisdom. Let's empty our pockets of mightiness. Let's empty our pockets of riches. So just when we come to this table of boasting, the point is we have empty pockets of boasting. And we empty our pockets first, And then we're going to fill our pockets with the shininess and the wonderful things that God has. So specifically, he's going to teach us what we're supposed to be boasting about and how we're supposed to be boasting. Verse 24 says, let him who boasts boast in this. So pay attention here, that he understands and knows me. And these two words are awesome words. Uh, And knowing means to know by experience, to get to know by discovery. This is not uh, like an academic read a book about it. It's a working knowledge. It's an experiential knowledge. It's a it's a knowledge of God that is it's a it's a person that has kind of wrestled with God. And then the understanding is to have an insight and to look beyond the point to behold. And that's one thing we were doing here with the seven minutes is we're turning our attention to, we're taking note of, we're heeding, but then we're supposed to apply that knowledge in understanding and and that he could prosper our way, both in thinking and in action. Kind of the amazing thing about this, I think, too, is that we even have a God that wants to be known, that lets us know, know him. In fact, it says that... Understanding and knowing God and who God is, that he's a God that practices love, justice, and righteousness. If you're involved in that process, I delight in that process. So that is just awesome. So think about these three steps. Number one is that, first of all, God has made himself known. And then the second thing is we pursue it. 
by experience, and then we kind of apply it with action and with wisdom. So those three steps God's excited about. And he wants this skilled and experienced exposure of himself. And he basically says, I love students of me. I love, I delight in students, not academic students, but, you know, guys in the field kind of students. God is delighting in all these things about himself. He has to. That's that's not arrogant. He, he would be wrong to, to say that all these things aren't wonderful about him. So in a sense, he's kind of saying, I love me, and I love those who understand and practice these characteristics of me. So then he's going to tell us what specifically he is like. Three things he says. First of all is Hesed, and uh, he says that I am the primary mover in these things. Hesed, uh, justice, and righteousness. I'm the primary mover, and when you act like me, I also take delight. So what's Hesed? Hesed is this uh, ongoing covenantal relationship that God has. It's where He displays His goodness and mercy and faithfulness to us over a long period of time, and uh, it creates a secure attachment between the people and Himself. Ultimately, we're supposed to wear a bear a family resemblance to Him. And he wants us to, to love this part of him. He wants to love this practice of him. This hesed is linked firmly to his justice and mercy. So what is justice? Is deciding right, judgment, law, and righteousness is a, is a blameless behavior. It's a behavior of honesty and justness. It's things done right. It's him acting for ultimate welfare. Okay, let's get practical here. God is saying that he wants to be known. God is saying he loves students of, of himself, and you can you can make God happy today. In fact, he says, I delight in these things. I delight in students that understand and know me and then know these specific things about me. So one of our actions of man, of mankind, is to pursue the Lord, both theoretically and practically. So we're trying to get to know God we're trying to get to know a God who wants to be known. So we're going to turn our attention here for seven minutes. We're going to look at him. He's going to grant us access. And then we're supposed to use it to, to succeed and prosper. So the knowledge of God should make a difference today in something you think or eat or drink or care or speak to. And this knowing and experience of God, turning our attention to him here for seven minutes, is supposed to result in practical action. So my charge for all of us today, putting this pin, this is the thought to pin on your chest, is let your knowledge of God today make a difference in just one thing. He will delight in that. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.